Hey, Mon. Hey, Mon. No, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's gonna drive you crazy. Here's the thing that is gonna drive you crazy as well. <laughs> Do you have a soundboard? It's built in. Oh, no. no. Oh, I'm not, no. not going to yes, use it. Yes, oh, yes, no. yes, yes, oh, no. yes, yes, yes. Do it more. More. Oh, God. Why do I not have this? How do you feel? I mean, I know it's a good idea, but why do I not have Because he's hosting. Oh, God. Oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> hey, guys. Can I host? <laughs> I won't. I won't. Cool. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> We're real busy today. Bye. <laughs> Wait, we just do a lot of segments, but they all have the same intro. <laughs> and now it's time for Mo Monkeys Mo Problems. We have too many monkeys and too many problems. <laughs> this is Mo Monkeys Mo Problems. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, that, nope. Not nope. That, that needs to die in a fire. <laughs> Good morning, Weed Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about, you know, whatever we feel like it. And that's always been our motto. So <laughs> this is episode... Uh, no refunds. This episode no we're going to be talking about ourselves, kind of. Well, yeah, the sure. world, the, uh, you know. Hol- the world. Hol- Holidays. Yeah, we're calling it this the thanks talking episode. So this weekend was American Thanksgiving for us. And so we uh, have been very busy with that and family stuff. And so we wanted... What I want what I think we're doing is more of a friend check-in. Um, so instead of a... There was no assignments this week. We just want to catch up and see how everybody's uh, doing. Correction. There was one assignment this week. There was one brief assignment this week. That's I am a brutal taskmaster. <laughs> I mean, it was a little bit longer than I expected, Chris. No, but it was worth it, I wow. think. I mean, I... Wow. Let's well, get... Like, work maybe, maybe. limits are brutal. <laughs> Twitter and, or GTFO, I expected right? a tweet. <laughs> it did keep going longer than I thought it would. Uh, yep. Uh, anyway, so we're, what we're going to do for this check-in, uh, we're going to start with, um, instead of a compliment for our compliment sandwich today, we're just going to say one thing that is, uh, one thing that's pretty rad in our lives. So, Ezra, I'd like you to go first. Um, um, go okay, I, I, I got it. So, uh, I, I had the weird thing where I had to rent a U-Haul very quickly. Um, huh? <laughs> I'm just gonna start there, but but um, uh, but anyway, the person at the U-Haul uh, like got 300 pounds of cargo and 12 hours to move. I need I need no questions, guys. Okay. okay. Um, but uh, but anyway, the the, the U-Haul was was easy uh to get in and out of, and they gave me like some free um bungee cords. And there's yes. um if you there's a kind of a fun bungee cord like name thing, which is called like a I guess like a spider uh bungee cord. Yeah. So it's like if you have like a bunch of them, bunch of like if you have four bungee cords. Uh, attached by a central ring, it looks like they have like eight legs, kind of, um, and it's really good for strapping down a thing. All right, I have so many things. Um, I'm sure, <laughs> but my first thing is Chris. Just the way you keep saying yes, as if you have a deep knowledge and experience of U-Hauls, <laughs> and nothing he could say is impressing you. No, I like the spider thing. I hadn't, I hadn't used that. I think that's a new uh, orange truck technology. But I definitely, one of my favorite things is helping friends move. It sounds weird. What? Uh, yeah. I like the Kristen Bale on this. 
What? <laughs> what? Chris? Bail, bail unless he didn't like back down. He just like doubled down. It's like, oh yeah, no, I know all about the U-Hauls, man. Yeah. So uh, even though I've only rented U-Haul vans in my past, we haven't done a truck. I've helped a lot of friends with U-Haul trucks and helped load and unload U-Haul trucks. Yeah, mine and was so a van. I'm also, very familiar with uh, with U-Haul's uh, suite Moving of products. Technology. Yeah. <laughs> it mm-hmm. feels like you're also going to say like, also I love Comcast and uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the, the best I part of the is the end with the green sticking out. <laughs> oh God. No, I. <laughs> I just I kind of feel like it's just like a really good friendship deed and I'm I'm good at I'm medium good at Tetris and I my enthusiasm mm. is always pretty high and I just feel like it's a great way to be there for friends at a stressful time. So I'm I'm good at decorating services. I'm not good at helping with the moving. I don't like that well, part. Well, it's good to know your strengths. Yeah, I don't so, like that yeah. Part either. So like, yeah, I just like doing good deeds for friends. And so you turns so, out <laughs> Everything that Ezra could have said about a U-Haul, you were like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, the spider thing sure, is totally awesome. good. Yeah. 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 As, okay, so point number two. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's up? Why did, do I want to know? Yeah, I bought a, I bought, I bought a TV. Oh. Oh. Wait, you needed a U-Haul because you bought a TV? Yeah. Well, so we, we you know, we bought got a hell of a TV. I mean, yeah. it was just, it was bigger than, you know, we could fit. Oh, well, so there's a the thing is you have to, you can't lay it down flat is one thing. Um, and that's why I hadn't, like, they just, they don't like that. TVs, TVs don't like, to, and it was, it's like, it's like horses and sleeping, right? Anymore. Yeah. And yeah. It ultimately it was more cost effective for you to rent a U-Haul and bring your TV home than it would have been for them to bring it to you. Uh, well, so I was already in the store and I already bought it when we realized, oh no, you can't take it home. So I was like, so what if you don't have a delivery service? And they wouldn't deliver it. No. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I, as, the, the, other, yeah. the, other, the other idea was um, uh, some people also recommend get like a Uber Plus. Um, mm-hmm. Like an XL. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And like that, 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 can, that can work also. But um, there weren't any that picked up in the, in the area at that time. So I was like, okay, there's a, they said like there's a U-Haul just like two, like, I don't know, two miles down the road. Um, two miles? No, he lives in the suburbs. Is like, that's quick. California story. We, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we were driving. <laughs> that, that I took was three like, minutes. I could hire nine people to do this for me in the time it took you to rent that U-Haul and get it home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, so it was like, um, the I think the Black Friday deal was somewhat negated by, like, some of the, the extra time and shipping costs, but, like, on the whole, uh, worth it? But are you happy Wait. with your new display? I am happy with my also, new display. Also, the fact that you participated in Black Friday feels notable. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's Although, why I Although, loves a deal. I do love a deal. Actually, it was really easy. So, it was, it was Best Buy, and it was just, it was, like, just walked in, uh, and then, like, there was, like, not really a line or anything. Apparently, everyone, like, had, like, been there since midnight, uh, and that was, like, the bad time to be oh, there. Oh, so, so by the time you woke up at a reasonable hour, everybody yeah, exactly. was, like, done and gone. They'd cleaned out the store. <laughs> and they had they had enough TVs to go around. You guys nice. could probably still get a TV. Everyone gets a TV. Uh is now uh is that something where listeners if they're interested in a new tv and with your sterling recommendation they might be able to go to something like amazon.com and check out the deal on yeah, that what's tv the, what is the tv you got i want to hear deets yeah uh okay it was it was a it was a 60 inch uh, lg for like 600 dollars. lg makes a good tv i i, I like my last this tv is from them weird you guys yeah this is what also weirdest yeah. <laughs> what's weird i don't know now we're just talking about tvs this well, is all that's... i do in my normal life so uh-huh. yeah <laughs> and tanya like groans have you met realizing me that that's true <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait oh. wait a second are you just a did i marry a tv salesman or tv enthusiast perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird time to find out chris has only been thinking about tvs when you guys were together but yeah. i think better to get it out now than never that's my opinion <laughs> 
Tanya, have you ever noticed that whenever Chris tells you the length of something, he measures it in the diagonal? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's part of my penis size. Mismatched universe of a home. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so Tanya, let's let's maybe a contrasting thing. What's uh, something rad in your life right now? Uh, Life compliment. We'll just call it a life compliment. A life, a life lament. Um, That sounds sad. (laughs) Life lament. Okay, here's the thing. When you introduced this show. I realized that you hadn't been saying thank stalking this entire time. Oh, you were yeah. saying thanks talking. That was actually <laughs> and I was like, that makes a lot more. I, I thought you were like stalking our Thanksgivings. Yeah. <laughs> I see now I how was that like, was confusing well, in all my emails. that's rather creepy, but I guess I accept. <laughs> like, it's, it's not like actually weird to tell your friend how your Thanksgiving was. Thanks talking. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks. Maybe hyphenated. I don't know. Yeah, that could have helped. Just, just saying. Yeah, so your your awesome <laughs> thing that's going on in your life is that you're no longer creeped out the by the title of this episode. Uh, really gets her excited. There's got to be something better, but I just don't know what it is. Mm. Do you want to? Come no, back every. To you? Uh, yeah, probably come back to me. All right, Chris. <laughs> Chris, what's your non-TV related compliment? Oh God, all of my compliments are TV related these days. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Um, I did get that new PlayStation that I was oh, talking you did. about, and that's that's been super fun. Um, it was something that I'd been saving for for a while. And what uh, is the funnest pl- part? Uh, playing the hot new video games—they look so much better than the eight-year-old games I had been playing. You know, you're being sound hot. either either like intentionally cryptic for fun, or like you're you're this is all fake. What? What was the last game you played? I, oh, just, uh, like, I like un- playing those hot new video games. No. Oh, I was being general. Um, yeah. No, the best part. Like, I've been playing uh, Uncharted 4. I, I like the Uncharted series a lot. Ooh, and nice. um, yeah, I'm excited for that and excited for some games that are coming out. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Are you going right. to get one of those, the Wii's that you can take outside? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> shut down no i mean it, it's it's mostly just like a cost thing i don't play games enough to have multiple systems to justify sure. any multiple systems so that's a whole big new system that's not yeah i've never played uncharted but looking at this image it appears to be it's just a guy in a gun a guy with a pistol alone in the woods a jungle no it's like it, no, it's like an indiana jones movie yeah, even i've indiana played jones. uncharted in fact it's quite well, fun. But it's well there's one in your house i've never played it well, yeah. no, but like, but it also no. I wouldn't play just any game because it was in my house. There are lots of games I won't play, but I. Yeah. W- but Uncharted, <laughs> List but Uncharted three. has a lot of like puzzle times. Yeah, there's and like, like half there's a lot puzzles of, like, and jumping. Snappy dialogue. Yeah, and the voice acting super good. I don't know any. Yeah. I don't know. I've never heard of it. And it's just a guy with a pistol and like sexily ruffled hair standing alone in the jungle, looking like sounds maybe like he has Nathan regrets. Fillion. Yeah, he is not Nathan Fillion. But much to like my him. chagrin. Yeah. Well, that's, that's fun. It's got puzzles and stuff. Yeah, it's puzzles and some some shooty and and explosion stuff. Some shooty. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Some shooty. Yeah. Um, so my life compliment, my thing that is kind of rad right now, is that I uh, I lost some weight this month. Oh, cool. Hey, um, good good work, man. It, During Thanksgiving month. Is that what you wanted? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Did you mean to? <laughs> it's the first time in my life that the number has gone down. Whoa! Except well for done, buddy. when I was 19 and I got mono and was in the best shape of my life. Yeah. But, uh, besides that, it's just been a very consistent plodding upward trajectory. And then this month, I started trying to lose weight and I lost 10 pounds, and it's been great. Nice, wow. dude. That's a super significant amount as well. 10 it's, is is it's totally awesome. a real amount. I was not expecting to. I started. Um, 
I started just using like a calorie tracker app. Uh huh. Just because I thought I was like, I'm not going to fix anything in my life, but I should have some baseline data in case I ever decide to go on a diet. And it yeah. turns out just the shame of having to log the disgusting things I was eating made yes. me not want to eat them. Yeah. Wow. So is that? I mean, basically, was that your strategy of just like being more mindful about? Yeah, that's you know through the app. I'm eating. I'm eating like one third fewer calories now because I'm embarrassed to put things in there. <laughs> and I, so, like, oh, I mean, I would as much as I would love to eat uh, this entire an entire bag of popcorn now between meals. I do not want to have to search and find out how many calories that is. It will be embarrassing, and then I don't have popcorn. <laughs> and I bet some of it's just even laziness. Like, ah, oh, then I'd have to search for it. It is, and some of it's really hard. There, there's one. There's a couple of like weird things about doing the calorie tracking apps. One is that like there's a perverse incentive that processed food or or big chain restaurants are way easier to log. Oh no! Because it's got a, U, uh, a UPC scanner. Yeah, and then also because like fast food is all entered in the, the database, so you can find it. But if you're like right. cool local handmade Thai food noodles, then that is not in there. So you have, then to, you get, have to like guesstimate. Yeah. yeah, but like if if I opened a hot pocket, I would know exactly. I'd be able to scan it, and know exactly. Hot how pocket. Yeah, God, that's yeah. That is, that is a weird counter incentive. Yeah, because it's not that's great. all the worst stuff. It's not yeah. great, but it's been really it's been really helpful. Also. Um, so it's got your like calorie goal for the day, and then uh, if you exercise, you get bonus calorie goal. And so it's been a nice kind of trade-off where I'm like, I do hate running, but if I do this, I get to eat more later. And so that's been really effective. It's gotten me exercising more too. Nice, it's dude. Worked great for my brain. And uh, Megan was kind enough to start doing it with me at the same time. The tracking, not losing ten pounds because then she would be gone. But yes. <laughs> um, it does. It's like now we have kind of like a buddy. We're playing a buddy video game, so that's made it a lot more. That more fun. is great. Well done, man. Yeah, thank Good you. Job. Keep it up. It's been nice. I like it. Yeah. Basically, for Aww. like thirty-two years, I've been eating like I get a new body at the end of the billing cycle, and I have decided to not do that anymore. You've so- decided now you're renting to own. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Finally, deciding that this is what I have to deal with. Uh, Tanya. Oh, it's back. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> like Batman um, got his own Robin. I mean, no, I think anybody who like glances over at me on the internet has noticed that I've been like barely alive, which is pretty accurate. Like what? it's been a dark time. Huh? It's been a dark time. We all know. Mhm. Yeah. That's yeah. just not it's not been great. Oh, but yes, everybody's dark time. No, everyone yes, everyone's dark time that only some of us are fully acknowledging at the moment. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not been great. But um uh no thanksgiving was really nice we'll get into that more later so that won't be my compliment because cheating but also recently i ordered um some magazines from it's nice that which is a website about art and things Mm. out of london and they also make a little they make a magazine i think i want to say it's like twice a year and so i got a couple of issues of that yeah it's pretty great and very poncy and fancy but they sent it to me and it came to my building in a crazy mail bag from Great Britain, complete with like Wait, ma- royal a- mail service. It came in a mail bag that is almost mail as tall bag. as I am. Mail, mail bag. bag. It came in a mail, mail bag. bag. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> not everybody's ready yes. for that joke at the same time. We were all eventually no. ready to do it. Yes, but it's like it's like a Tyvek thing that's like four feet long and yeah. two feet wide what? to contain two magazines. A, yeah, it was a, like it's insane and it's amazing. And anyone who comes to my house, I like take it out and show it to them because I like I'm obsessed with it. But I also, also don't know what I'm going to do with it. Also, you're obsessed with England. 
Well, sure, that's my heart home. But yes. anyway, the so it looks sort of like one of those like you know the French laundry bags that Celine made a whole bunch of stuff laundry in bag. reference to recently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not sure Alex Mays are tracking that one. Well, no. it's like plaid, but only blue and white as opposed to blue and white and red, which is the the sort of the French laundry bag style. Cool. Anyway, it's really great. I I realize I just did an entirely visual compliment for something, which is not well, but so helpful. Maybe would want to go click on it's nice that and then maybe also as a follow up oh we'll have a picture yes. of your mailbag on the website. Mailbag. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I'll see if I can't I mean I've yeah, I've been joking about fashion to get into some kind of vest. <laughs> <laughs> I just I have to figure out how it's gonna like live on in my home. Maybe this, this episode I am, that feels like it like, needs a list of links on our on the page. So if you go to redeshweep.com and click on this episode, thanks talking, you'll get not thank stalking. You'll be able to stalk us all you will. through you'll the things we like. Through talk. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much for coming out this evening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Get fucked to kind. All right. Good morning, Meetsus. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about whatever. I already said that. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me as always today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Season's greetings, Alex. Whatever that means to you. Oh, wait. That's instead of happy. Ho- Is this part of the war on happy holidays? Uh, No, no war. Okay. Guys, is it Christmas yet? <laughs> it's not. It Christmas. is nearly Christmas. the 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 Yuletide bear is uh, <laughs> is upon us now. The Yuletide it, bear is about ready to exit. Is about cave. ready to strike very scarily. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Yuletide bear has been asleep for a while and is going to continue to be asleep through his favorite holiday. Oh, I thought he was going to come out for a little while, wreathed in moss and or holly. Did yeah. you know bears uh, give birth while they're hibernating? Yeah. That's how you do it, ladies. They just, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like they went with the epidural the whole time. They just wake up and there is a cub. That's Usually crazy. multiple. Good yeah. call. Yeah. Also joining us today, she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter. Um, although, you know, it's a dark internet now. Uh, but also in our Brooklyn <laughs> studios, it's Tanya Smith. This is what your voice sounds like when you host Thanksgiving. <laughs> My, I don't know if it's coming across, but no, I do have kind great. of a... I'm kind of a sultry thing going on. Yeah. Which I was I was bragging recently that it helps me do my famous Louis Armstrong impression. <laughs> which is also terrible for your voice. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> worth it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's definitely worth any damage to your vocal cords because it's not ours <laughs> and we just enjoy hearing it. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, also, you guys, it's a super host episode. Hooray! Hooray. Thing you can do when there's no homework assignments in northern or one rather long blog post. Uh, wow! In, I don't know <laughs> where the shade cal- for this is coming from. This it is was like one of the most delightful things I've experienced lately. Three hundred words. That's like that was no, pretty much it. It was over seven. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> seven hundred words, Alex. Yeah, it's like seven hundred words. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, it was seven hundred words of, about the way your noodles are touching. Uh-huh. Anyway, well, uh, you should care more about the way your noodles touch. Ezra Fox. I care about the way my noodles touch. <laughs> That's all you need to know, folks. <laughs> um, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna count these words. Me, I was. I was about to do it too. <laughs> it's so many. It was more a lot words of words. Yeah. Yep. I'm not. I'm not even. Let's let's not include the bonus tip just to, for fairness. Okay. Whatever. Great, great radio right here. Well, but it's going to be worth it. It's over oh, seven. It's, I would say it's over 900 words. 
Okay. Wow. Oh my Anyone gosh. else want to weigh in on this? Yeah, I want to hear it. It's, it's, the, it's the length of a Medium.com article. Yeah, it is, are you not reading Medium.com I am not. regularly? 2,000 words. Yep. 2,082 words. That yeah. is more I didn't than I thought it was that reading be. was like such a chore. Is it really? Well, reading somebody else's assignment is more of a chore. Um, yeah, okay. So, so you won't make your pasta differently now? We will talk about this during the lighting. Okay. Round. All right. Okay. So, so this is episode number three hundred and sixty-nine. We've now done as many episodes as the cost in millions of pounds of the Buckingham Palace renovation plans. Dang. Wow. That better be a good kitchen. Yeah. Finally, she's gonna get those granite countertops the Queen has been dreaming of. Yes. <laughs> the Queen just. Do you think? Do you think the contractor is sort of like overcharged a little bit, <laughs> just to be like? You know, I, I bet she's good for it. I mean, Let's it's a government uh, contract, so yeah, probably they yeah. do. <laughs> uh, it's going to include a, a large number of solar panels. Oh, also, most like the main focus apparently is updated wiring because uh, it's been a giant fire hazard, and also I imagine because there are not enough outlets near the queen's bed. Dude, yeah. Have you ever stayed like in an old hotel where the oh, only outlets yeah. are along uh, the floorboards because uh, they had like the lamps to plug where in? A, yeah, where a lamp would go. Yeah. yeah, and then one in the bathroom for your plug-in shaver, and that's <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's what the queen is dealing with right now. Um, yeah. Although I don't know why, sixty years ago, last time it was renovated, they installed so many fire hazard wires. Why not install better wires? Why well, they were hazard? the best available. But so the best available sixty years ago was fire hazards. It just seems like bad. Yeah, problem. that's what we had. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but like humans are not as sophisticated as a, sophisticated as they think they are. Oh, I don't mm. know. That. I did not. Westworld. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it does seem like there was some outrage initially that this seemed like a lot of uh, money to spend on a, the Queen's one third residence during a housing crisis. Um, and then I got really deep into figuring out whether this is actually taxpayer money because of the sovereign grant, which is not. Oh yeah, actually, that is a thing. It's not really taxpayer money, but there it would have gone to them instead. So it's kind of like theirs, and that's a really weird metaphysical question. Anyway, more importantly, the palace has 775 rooms, but only 760 windows. Whoa. Not as many windows as you'd think. Well, there are some interior-facing rooms, or like yeah, they're clearly, yeah. yeah. But I mean, my apartment is one bedroom, and we have four windows. So yeah, that's a that's a good ratio. Proportionally, we are way better than Buckingham Palace as a residence. If you want windows, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess if you don't want windows, she's kicking our ass. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pro windows. I think. Anyway, uh, speaking of rebuilding, this week we're not watching or reading anything. We're hanging out, being friends, talking about stuff, and I hope that this is uh, enjoyable and not just self indulgent. I do think that we haven't talked a ton about what we like enjoy outside of the show, and so I'm hoping there will be some overlap. With Intrigue, you, yeah, yeah. Intrigue. If you want to force us to read or watch something so that the show can continue, go to read-weep.com, sign up on the mailing list, and we you can help us choose a topic sometime early in the new year. Um, so to start out today, Chris, I would like you to summarize your oh. Thanksgiving. Oh, in the style okay. of the most dramatic person summarizing a Thanksgiving you can muster without hurting your voice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Thursday. Last Thursday. The last Thursday for feasting (laughs) this year. No, no. There will be more Thursdays because there will be more joy and food. But yes, yay, in Brooklyn, city of New York, state of New York, United States, planet Earth. (laughs) 
we had the family and friends. Simulation in God's mind. Yeah, simulation in God's mind. Whoever she, he, or its runtime is. Secretly a dinosaur. Whoa. <laughs> we had a dinosaur. At our table in our modest one-bedroom apartment in Brooklyn, we had nine people dining with us. How many windows? Celebrating. Um, Six. Oh, shit. Is that true? Yeah. Man, you're the one living in, the door. in a real palace. Quite. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Quite the palace. Our apartment the, is wide but narrow. <laughs> as the like, four people sleeping on our floor will tell you, we live in quite the palace. Yeah. <laughs> we had not turkey, nor stuffing, nor mashed potatoes. Really? <laughs> Yay. As is tradition on Milady's side of the family, oh we God. made... Indian food from scratch. Yeah, we really did. Grinding spices, toasting things, chopping, ever chopping. So many dishes for one without a dishwasher. Maybe the dishwasher was I. (laughs) But yay, with much food, perhaps overstuffed, and a few cocktails, admittedly. It was a good time for most and a great time for everyone. The three caballeros. Yes, for after the meal, with full bellies and weighted down by much biryani, we watched the three caballeros, the quasi-racist Latin American tourist movie by the Walt Disney Corporation, starring one Donald Duck, who learned about Brazil, Argentina, and Mexico. (laughs) And he hit a piñata and <laughs> danced around and tried to grab at women on a beach. No, but really. Yes. Weird. 1944 Donald. was a strange year. Everybody it was. America Donald's was at war. Grabber. Yes. <clears throat> America was at war, as was Donald's heart. And, uh, yes. That we, was the we, book. <laughs> that was the book. We partied late into the night with family and friends oh, and food. That's awesome. And thanks. Tanya, you guys have been doing Indian food on Thanksgiving forever? My whole life. Yep. True. Yeah. Do you cook this a lot of from scratch Indian food other times? I can. Um, we do sometimes. This is a peek behind the curtain as as visuals and also me <laughs> will tell you, I am not an Indian person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally. But my I like that you have can been confirm that. But my, my tiny white mom uh, and her family lived in India for most of her childhood from when she was two until she was about 17 with a couple of furloughs back in the States. And so they, when they finally moved to Linden, Washington, which is a smooth transition for every 17-year-old girl, um, <laughs> they tried having a turkey the first year. And then they said as a family, fuck it, and decided to make curry forever from that from that. Thanksgiving. Curry forever. Yeah. So I've always, I've always had uh, biryani, a royal, a fragrant dish of lamb and rice layered yep. together with lots and lots of other things. Yeah, and we have all um, these sides. There's like this cabbage with turmeric and stuff. There's these green beans. Yeah. There's like, yeah. the, there's That's all this been, great. There's yeah. tons of good stuff. It's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff. There's saffron involved. It's very expensive. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so that's always been Thanksgiving and Christmas for my family. So and the, Christmas. the tradition oh, yeah. continues. Yeah, and then the yeah, and then I just decided because I grew up watching the Three Caballeros because I don't know my parents were just like oh, racism, um, and so I just decided that it would be fun to make that part of Thanksgiving, and it it's worked out great. The film, while it has a lot of 
you know, sexist and racist problems also has an amazing soundtrack. I highly recommend that you yeah. look into it. It's also mercifully short. It's mercifully short and it's trippy as hell. There is some <laughs> weird stuff. There's a lot of like people and cartoons hanging out together. Uh, it's great. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah, man, I'm so. I'll, 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 my out. my favorite part is this weird little bit about a bird that is on YouTube. So I'll I'll provide Alex the link, and you guys can go watch it. It'll be in the show great. notes at redistrip.com. It'll be in the show notes for sure. Woo! Wow, I'm so that was our Thanksgiving two for one. Check this out. Yep. Um, Ez, what was your Thanksgiving like? Um, so we went over to uh, my parents' house, and uh-huh. um, Sarah's folks were there. Um, uh, Sarah's sister was there. And my sister was there, and everyone just got to you know hang out. We our our contribution to the meal was um, three very excellent pies, and like nice. What kind of pies pie, did you make? Well, so we make pies every year, but like I feel like this is the best time we've done. This is the best we've done it ever. I think. Okay. Um. So this was uh you know the a pumpkin pie classic. It was, a, it was an apple pie. Mm. Classicer. There is something <laughs> called a chess pie. Ooh, I've, I've, oh no, uh-huh. chess is great. That's that lemon curry, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like kind of like a lemony buttermilk. Uh, it's kind of like it's like a, a giant lemon bar with a crust on it, kind of like a like a pie crust. I feel like um, I'd never heard of chess pie until this year when I've heard a a dozen people talk about chess pie. Like this maybe is having a moment. It's having a moment. Yeah, I think it is. I think, I think it's it the is. Year of chess pie. Yeah, no, I've been hearing a lot about chess pie as well. Yeah. Mm. The my only problem with it is the story about why it's called chess pie isn't nearly as satisfying, at least as far as Wikipedia is telling me. Oh yeah, it has nothing to do with the board. It game. Comes from the term right. pie chest. So it's, yeah, which is just uh, it's not because you, you're going to get asked, right? It's like, oh, why is it chess pie? And it's like, well, people might have messed up the the phrase pie chest. I think you're underselling this. Kept, so it comes from the term pie chest, which is another name for a pie safe, suggesting that people were trying to rob you of your pie in England, <laughs> and so you had to keep it. Locked Lord away. knows I would. I would. <laughs> oh, it's for all those people who come by and steal pies off, off like uh, if you put it on the windowsill, right? Oh. Those old-timey burglars, so you have to put it in a, in a pie safe. <laughs> old-timey, very specific burglars. <laughs> yeah. There's like every cartoon when I was a kid had somebody stealing a pie off a windowsill. And then oh, well, it's only after like the, yeah, after the air lifts you up off the ground. Yes. Yeah, from the, the smells. Yeah. From the smell yeah. lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And you float over, but higher than tea kettle and just kind of smell your way to the pie and then you steal it. Mm-hmm. Unless it's in a pie safe, and then you'll never get to it. Mm. Well, you can have a pie safe cracker. Yeah, you have a, right, which is much more difficult to make out of meringue than you'd expect. <laughs> um. Well, that sounds delicious. Yeah, chess pie. Yeah. All right, nice. now I have chess pie. Yeah. Well, uh, how was your Thanksgiving, Alex? Oh, it was great. It was. We have a have, the last couple of years. We had had a more chill stay at home Thanksgiving because it's right about finals mm-hmm. week for Megan, so she's a ton of work to do. And so I cook Thanksgiving dinner while she does homework, and then we hang out. It's very nice. And we went over to my buddy Scott's house, and just the three of us had the nicest, relaxing Thanksgiving. It was really fun. Nice. What'd you make? That's awesome. Uh, We make, uh, uh, I make really good mashed potatoes, and we do uh, usually a Trader Joe's fake tofurkey thing. Nice. um, Which I really enjoy. I've mentioned this before, but I, like, now that I'm comfortable with making vegetarian Thanksgiving, I I find it quite delightful. And... It's easier when there are not people around also trying to put meat in everything. So, yeah, um, it's been that's one of the nice things about being just a few of us. Um, but uh, what was it? Did I do something interesting this year like that? I don't, I don't remember, but nothing really interesting. Um, but we had a little bit of champagne and then we played a, a card game afterwards um, called Boss Dungeon, I think. 
Oh yeah, uh-huh. um, the, the video game yeah. bosses. Uh huh. How was it? Uh, it was a, it was a good time. It it has got boss monster. That's what it's called. Boss yeah. monster. Oh yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. it, it's a the concept of the card game is that you are you are the bad guy in an eight bit video game, and heroes are trying to come get you, and so you build a dungeon that'll kill them on the way, and so you're <sighs> you're playing black hat the whole time, and uh, yeah, there's some the game mechanics are a little weird. I don't think it would be. I don't think it's going to be a ton of fun to keep playing, but it was it was a good time to learn and to play that way. Nice. Um, yeah. And it's like it's just a cute game and I I do like the idea that you're like uh someone's here to get all these coins, but the way I win is by killing the most heroes. It was a, it was a neat little twist. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um yeah, that's what I did. It was it was very nice. And also well, I guess this is so this is sort of tied in to what I was saying earlier is that we were both trying to not uh gain all of our weight back on Thanksgiving. It was, and so I was really stressed about how that was going to go. But it it turns out, like we, I mean, we, we made it sort of a cheat day. But like, we focused on not having too many leftovers later because one of the problems with Thanksgiving is the long tail for me. Of like, I ate a ton today, and also on Friday, and also on Saturday, and also on sure. Sunday. And yeah. so this was like, let's just have fun, eat whatever we're gonna eat today, and then we'll just try not to eat pie for breakfast tomorrow. And that's it's whoa it worked great. It worked fine. Yeah. Well done. It was nice. Yay. It was nice. I, I'm worried about Christmas for the same reason that it's going to be, which is my transition to the next topic, which is um, how are you guys going to fail to survive the upcoming holidays? But I am a little worried that it's because that's another one. It's just a long tail. It's just like big meal, big meal, big meal, and like M&Ms on every surface and desserts. Wow. Which is crazy. Your, like, your Christmas has way more M&Ms than mine does. I was going to say, I have almost no M&Ms at Christmas time. My mom but, has these little plastic Christmas trees that you fill with, she fills with M&Ms and there's like the red and green ones, right? Yeah, red and green ones. And they're all over the house and they have different varietals of M&Ms. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. They're, it yeah. seems like she's she could maybe dial that back a little bit. <laughs> no, she can keep it. <laughs> I'm just not going to participate this year. Yeah. Uh, the key is not to start. Yes. No, that's actually the key. I mean, I have this rule about office candy because working in an office means that from Halloween until like February and then really a little bit in February again with Valentine's Day, they're just never not like somebody's not like, well, here's all this chocolate that was on sale and now it's in a bowl right next to you. Couldn't you have like the kind of like the like the mom teaching you not to smoke approach where it's just like, well, if you're going to have one, you have to eat the whole bowl. bowl. (laughs) That oh might, that, might as, that doesn't work because I will eat the whole bowl. Yeah, that's problematic <laughs> well, right, on every fine. level. Then Chris has to smoke the whole bowl. <laughs> this has been the Healthy Eating Podcast. Yes. Not, you know, not the least problematic part of that would be that the person who owned the bowl of candy would think you're weird. <laughs> right. Well, that's a that's a real, like, so the social aspect of it really helps because you have to, like, go to, like, the departmental assistant's off, or office or desk or whatever right. and be like, hi, I'm back for my third <laughs> handful of candy treats. <laughs> Yeah. What if? Okay, different idea. Um, what if we wrap your hands in tape, uh, Chris or Alex or whoever? What if we wrap your hands in tape? Let's just grab a random stranger and wrap their hands in tape. <laughs> so yeah, wait, well, now the candy will stick to my hands more easily. Yeah, so yeah, but you like, won't be able I'm, to. I'm, no sticky Edward side down, Chris. Well, no, I was thinking sticky side. Well, I was yeah, I was, I was thinking sticky side out, but I figure you won't be able to open it. Okay. Yeah. So it'll or just taunt you. Do my job, or yeah. you know, really anything. <laughs> if you <laughs> if you need me, I'll be in my office typing. 
Yeah. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> With my nose. <laughs> I've sent too many garbled emails today. I have to send myself home. Yeah. Oh, man. I think my... Oh, okay. They worked. Okay. I found my banging on my keyboard. A sound effect ruined my computer, but it seems okay. Okay. Um... <laughs> Actually, maybe this has been too much healthy eating, so maybe we'll come back to holidays. But for now, let's talk about, uh, let's do a catch-up on what are you watching? What are you reading? Obviously, I'm not reading, but like, what are we watching? I was going to say, you can barely read, apparently. Yeah. It was 2,000 words. I just saved the last second, and it was longer than I expected, because you said it was very short read. Did you not take notes? Did you not highlight? Because that's what happened with me. I didn't have enough time for that. Okay. I said it goes pretty quickly, is what I said. It does go really quickly. Um, um, so what do you? But besides Chris's assignment, what are you guys yeah, watching? Yeah, which right we'll get now? to later. Uh, still Westworld. We just caught up. You're um, caught up, yeah. So today it, we're recording this on the 27th, which means tonight is episode nine. Yeah. So we've seen through eight. <sighs> tonight is when uh, the shit goes down. There's there's already been like every some night is when the shit goes shit down. That oh, this has gone down, down a lot. Like this episode nine is usually where HBO shows do their biggest. That's true. And then like episode ten is like like. Like the aftermath, yeah, and, and, and setting, setting the stage the, for yeah, the next setting season, the, yeah. yeah, setting the table for the next season, yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah. so. I think tonight's going to be the big reveal, and that's what I'm excited about. Yeah. So um, Westworld's been fun. Oh, it's been so fun. I will not hear anything that people have to say badly about Westworld. I'm just having the best time of it. Well, I'm glad. I'm so glad. Oh, and so as a, are you, one. are you continuing to watch uh, Cowboy Robots as well? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely digging it. Uh, but like, there's not. You know, it's weird to be current with the show because I'm I'm usually I usually I'm usually the limiting factor, not like not time. Right. You yes, know? I'm with you. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, uh, I'm I'm watching uh, Sarah and I are watching Gravity Falls, which is really fun. Oh, I heard good things. Yeah, so it's uh, you know, if you want, if you like Kristen Schaal and want more of her uh, like uh, voicing uh, uh, a cartoon girl, um, you can see Gravity Falls, um, yeah. which uh, is on Hulu. That's the thing that I have, would have said that I wanted, but it. It well, does sound enjoyable now that you said Having it. watched I mean, a fair bit of Bob's Burgers, she is excellent as Louise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's um, amazing. Is it a kid's yeah. show or just a show with kids? Uh, I mean, it, it. Okay. There's no way it could not be a kid's show because it's definitely like on like Disney. It was on Disney like XD originally. Okay. Um, yeah. But, but I've like, heard I very much super like good it. things about it. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's a. Uh, it's a really nice balance to anything like that's more intense that we watch. So we just finished uh, the first season of True Detective, and you definitely need like an episode of like something that's not that. Oh um, boy, yeah. Uh, after after watching those, so <clears throat> oh, cool. Um, you just yeah. watched the first season of True Detective, though, or the only season yeah. of True Detective. Yeah, yeah. That's with, true. Uh, that one season of True Detective, that show that never came back. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, I I loved the second season of True Detective. If there hadn't mm. been a season one of True Detective, I would have been like, what a cool show. And so I'm thinking I'm going to wait like two or three years and then go back and watch it again because I think it was super interesting. There's some great characters in it. I like the. I actually think like the train corruption plot is more interesting than yeah. mysterious hick kidnapping club in the swamp. Um, it's more. I think it's more interesting and relevant. It's just so bad compared to season one. That I yeah. think if you just if it was not called True Detective, if it was an unrelated show, just called, some detective. If it was called California Train Detective, I would it would be the my favorite show I've ever seen. So wow, wow. I, I'm gonna take the under on that one, Alex. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say that you know, it's true that the hype played a part, but I I still think that it's not great. At least from the five episodes that I've seen, it definitely has some issues, but also it has some really great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tanya, what have you been watching? 
Um, I watched the second season of Lovesick, formerly Scrotal Recall. Nice. <laughs> which Scrotal I will defend. Recall? The worst, it was on, it's on Netflix. And the worst it, thing about season one was the title. Was the title. Yeah. And I, it took me a really long time to come around, but a lot of people were like, no, this is actually a very good show. And I was like, you're dumb. It's, and then finally, it was actually I called Scrotal it. Recall. It was actually yeah. called Scrotal Recall. And it was just bad enough that Netflix was like, we'll give you another season, but oh my God, change the name. And they did. So now it's called Lovesick, and I totally enjoy it. And that is, is the worst name I've ever heard for a show. Like I'm still trying is, to deal with this. <laughs> no, it's really bad. It's really, 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 really bad. It's yeah. a sitcom about like chlamydia? That can... Yeah, it's basically a dude who uh, finds out that he has an STD and decides that he should go back through his uh, former partners of the last couple of years and tell them all. And so you get these like flashbacks that also build this picture of okay. his current Scrotal life. Recall is a good name for that Scrotal situation. Recall is a really good name for it, but yeah. it's still the worst name. This is like that band I... that's called Diarrhea Planet. Good name. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But, if that, but if that's the major premise that they're like, you know, that they poop on other planets, then that would make sense, right? Like, you, that's, I think their, that's, that's very their fitting. premise was like uh, fiddles. <laughs> well, that's kind of like pooping on planets. <laughs> no, huh. Anyway, it's a gentle comedy. Don't worry about it. It's cool. okay. It's cool. <laughs> uh, that yeah. Wow. Um, that oh, and one other thing that yeah, I've been well. reading that I've been loving. Uh, so the website, the all A W L, mm-hmm. just because we're not writing this stuff out, so mm-hmm. it makes sense to spell it for those of you that aren't already reading the all. Uh, has a series called The Holiday Dread, and it is delightful. And there's there's a particular article about being the mom who has to make all the cookies and all the things that it entails when you are the mom forever mm-hmm. that is incredibly funny and and dark and great so and i i hope i have every hope that this this series will continue on well into the rest of the holiday times uh they also have an incredible article about getting ready for thanksgiving and i've never hosted a traditional thanksgiving so really like so much of the instructions do not apply to me but i go back and read it every year because it's just beautiful and perfect yeah, it's from like what six years ago oh it's yeah it's from at least six years ago yeah. and it's just there's something about being told like when you need to clean your floors and how much laundry you should do and all the like weird brining steps that you have to take that Ugh, like brining. really soothes me i don't know what it is i just like yeah. i love it i love it to pieces so those are the things that i've been watching and reading totally um i have been watching planet earth 2 yeah and yeah, I really want to see it. It it's not technically released in the United States yet, but it, you can get it. Um, okay, it's uh, Planet Earth can get it. It's airing. Yeah, um, it's airing in the uh, on the BBC right now, and uh, it will be airing, I think, in January, February on, in the US. Okay, but it is a, so. This is, is not something that could make my holiday searchable on the internet. Um, okay, and uh, well, there is one big. Okay, so first of all, obviously, it's amazing, and. Planet Earth is, you know, I'm not particularly original here. One of my favorite things I've ever seen. But what's happened in the time since then uh, is drones, basically. Uh, and oh, yeah. so this season, oh, yeah. so there's a bunch of other filming techniques. It's done in 4K. We have better lenses. There's a bunch of other things they have. But the main thing they have that they didn't have before is drones. So there's just some of the most incredible drone shots. Um, if you make, you, there's a, there's so there's the snakes versus lizards that's on YouTube. As yeah, that's been going around. That people been seeing. Oh man, that's and crazy. it's incredible, but not the most incredible thing in the first two episodes. I mean, wow. there's just so much great stuff. One of the things that's amazing is that the in the original Planet Earth series, they capture like two frames of a snow leopard walking by a long way away, 
and it sure. was like the most wild snow leopard ever filmed up until that point. In the new season, in the mountains episode, the second episode, there's like 10 minutes of close and personal footage of snow leopards and snow leopards fighting and snow leopards feeding. That, and I mean, that's amazing. And do you, is that all drones? And it, why those won't are not the animals? Those are, those are remote cameras. So they were able to place just a hundred, uh, um, they call them camera traps, but it's a it's a small camera yeah. that has a motion sensor on it, and they sure. place them all over this mountain, and then they would adjust them based on where they saw tracks or something from these snow leopards. And uh, the producer said because like they didn't stay, but they had the like local guides would go up each day and just switch out the batteries and the SD cards. And so they would like he was like every every few weeks or so I would just get a, a weird plastic envelope in the mail just full of SD cards that might or may not have two seconds of a snow leopard on it and they had to comb through just tons and tons of footage but it's amazing I mean it's just mind blowing just like the show's always been but so good um, fun quick story though we when you're getting stuff that's not technically released yet sometimes you get versions you were not looking for sure specifically we started watching one episode that had the descriptive audio for the blind oh yeah is that cool it is weird uh because like david attenborough will talk about like the power of jungles and then this other like less cool voice comes on and is like a strange black and white creature jumps from the left hand side of the screen to the middle of the screen Uh, the sun a jewel in the sky peeks out behind the mountains it's so weird you're like yeah guy i can see that (laughs) Yeah. I guess when you when you cool can see stance. it feels placating. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Well, you should close your eyes and see how it does it for you. It is bizarre, and it's it's so goofy. And so then for the next like three days, my wife and I have been uh, describing the world to each other as if uh, we were a British uh, descriptive audio program, and it's been really fun. Oh man, that's a bumpy segue into also the it's... fact that we've been watching You're the Worst season two. Oh, I love You're the Worst. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Sorry, there's a there's a narrative moment. Is that season in... three? Is it season three? season three? It is season oh. three. The Sorry, season, yeah. I'm wrong. Current season, season three. I forget because we watched season one and two in like a fever haze of mm. watching every episode as quickly as we could. Yeah. But yeah, what good times. Hey, Chris, what else Super are you watching? Good. Or has this been a team segment? Oh, let's see. Um, so I've been, you know, playing a few video games, which I already talked about up top. Um, let's see. I've been, you know, just going back to some comfort food, frankly. I think I read uh, some article that was talking about the old uh, Battlestar Galactica series from 2007 oh, nice. yeah. or 2006. The, the old that new was. one? The old new one. Old yeah. New. So say, I've actually not... gone back and started watching that again, which has mm-hmm. been really good. Just like sort of uh, the equivalent of comfort food for me. I really like that uh, first season a lot. And let's see. Other than that, reading-wise, I've uh, finished a sci-fi trilogy for, uh, by Anne Leckie called the Imperial Radic series, um, and that's uh, super high-concept uh, sci-fi about AIs and stuff. And it was really good. Nice. And um, yeah, I'm just trying to think. As, if I don't. Else. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off, Chris. But as I just googled Gravity Falls because I never heard of it, and I clicked on images, yeah. and it seems as though this show is mostly about a child kissing an adult redhead woman. Uh, okay. I can see why <laughs> you say that. You got some explaining to do, Ed. <laughs> okay. No, she's not an adult though. She's like, um, oh, she's, she's an older like, kid. Yeah, she's, she's an older twice kid. as height. He in one in one photo, he is on a female friend's shoulders. So that he's tall enough to kiss the redhead adult slash older. She's girl. like, she, yeah, she's sixteen. Okay, but it just seems like the show is mostly and like, what a friend that she is. That his other friend, who probably is secretly in love with him, is holding him up so that he can kiss the other girl. Wheel. Wait, is that wait? 
is that is it a sister? Is it Mabel? I don't know. Is it like it could be a is sister. It, what is a it, sister? Is, is it a girl around his size? Yeah. Okay, that's Mabel. She's, she's got a, a a star on her sweater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Embraces. Yeah. Headband. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's the Kristen Shaw uh, character. That's Mabel. Okay. Well, she's being a real bro, helping him up to kiss this girl. What a nice kid. Yeah. I mean, they're they're twins. I can only assume that's what happened with 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 Chris. Like that's how it Chris? went down generally. That's how that works. Yep. All right, good. Yep. Good twin. This has been another twin update with. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's this how that is works. Things twins do. <laughs> with Chris and Christina Smith. Yeah. Sometimes you're the kisser. Sometimes you're the shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We gotta, we gotta take a break. What are you writing there, Meatbot? I am so concerned about the future of Meatburg. I have only six weeks before Mayor-elect Cloud Snake takes over, so I am going to fix a few things. Well, that sounds pretty good. What shall we fix? Infrastructure. We are way behind on repairs, and it is happening again. Oh, I guess it is. Hi there, new meat buddy, Susanna Hicken. Hi, I'm here for the book club. Of course you are. It is around the corner. Also, just a heads up, we are getting so many new meat buddies, you may need to sleep two to a bed. Are you coming on to me? No, I am a robot. Hmm, okay. Well, we'll worry about that later anyway. Uh, Just go see the book club, like I said, around the corner, and let us know if you have any floop. Another one? Oh, jeez, okay. Uh, Oh, hey, it's former meat buddy Tegan Robinson, who triumphantly beat Viscount Veggie in a finger gun duel way back in episode 260. Hey! This is how I've always sounded. Well, sorry, Tegan. Even though you're a meat hero, we gave away your house while you were gone. Affirmative. We have been experiencing a population boom, so we had to turn it into the laundromat. Oh, that's fine, I guess. I'll just sleep in some warm laundry. Hey, did I hear something about a book club? Of course. It is right over... We did not even finish that last one. Hi. (sighs) Hello, new new meat buddy, Margaret Heller. I'm looking for the book club. I heard that... Floop. <sighs> Even the pipe is tired. You can hear it. Hi. Oh, listen to that. It's newest meat buddy, Sophia Volok, sounding pretty normal. Hi. Robot sigh. The book club is around the corner. Oh, cool. Love the show. Bye. What do we do? Meatburg is just overflowing with book enthusiasts. Yeah, I did not realize that so many people would be excited to pay money to receive a free thing. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, I'm not mad. I'm just, I guess I'm a little worn out from introducing them all. Oh, man, terrible traffic out there. I'll just wait here and then go to my book club later. Okie dokie. Also, I guess I should have known that everybody in Meatburg drives wienermobiles, but it never occurred to me. Oh, yeah. I guess we're just so used to it, we never thought to mention it. You too can become a Meat Buddy and receive a free digital copy of Unwrap My Heart, the new novel by Alex Falcone and Ezra Fox. Go to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies now. Hey, just want to let you know that I can't find a place to live. Yep. And the store is completely out of groceries. Correct. And there's a huge line for the bathroom. Naturally. Yeah, Meatburg is falling apart under the weight of these new people. But I still get a book, right? Yep.
Me buddies, 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 me buddies. Okay, so uh, for uh, the second half of the show, normally we do lightning bonus round here. But the, well, lightning bonus round. Bit more, maybe, maybe a bit more time. Lightning bonus round. So this is assignment. So Chris sent an assignment, and then I have a one that we're just going to do right now. But uh, let's start with you, Chris. So Chris, tell us about this article you sent to us, this 2038-word article. Yeah. Um, so John Syracuse is a podcaster and writer that I enjoy very much. And uh, I was listening to him on the Axonal Tech Podcast, one of my favorite uh, tech podcasts out there. And uh, it came up that he had written this article uh, a while back about uh, pasta. He's a very technical guy. He's a computer programmer. But he also is very uh, confident in his vision. So he thinks like there there is a right way to do this. And so, you know, I, I, I'm always interested in... Uh, in improving my cooking and improving the food that that we make and eat and all that. So uh, I read this article and it made me consider pasta way more. This is like the pasta version of consider the lobster maybe for me where, you know, just like about how to cook it and prepare it and and all that. And uh, I really enjoyed it. It made me more like mindful about pasta instead of just like, I guess it's in water now and I guess we're, you know, whatever. So then I had Tanya read it and she enjoyed it. And I just thought that uh, you guys, as people who make and enjoy pasta might uh, enjoy this too and we could talk about it a little bit but i do you realize like a couple of quick uh yes yeah, some quick hits yeah yeah some quick hits uh one is that the biggest sin that uh or not sin the biggest thing that people do wrong especially in america is uh overcook pasta because it's really easy to overcook and the minutes thing on the package is usually a little high uh, but the thing is that pasta keeps cooking even after you take it out of the water. Because, Just like most things you cook. Yeah. So, you know, the thing to, to do is to like reduce it by reduce the amount of time you're boiling it uh, by a little bit. And then because you're still going to mix it with sauce, like take it out, drain it, mix it with sauce and let that be the, the finished cooking thing. And so, and I've, I've noticed that I've overcooked pasta a lot less after reading this article and keeping it in mind. And, uh, it's been a, a really great result. He has some tips for, you know, specifically how to, you know, tell on some of that stuff. My, but, t- uh, my problem with overcooking pasta is almost always that I put pasta in and then I'm like, I'm going to do something else. Right. And you got to set a timer because that, yeah. no matter like, you know, we, we all graduated from high school and we always, all would think that like, oh, I know when seven minutes is and it's so <laughs> because- easy. Of being in heaven? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, that was it. High school was all yeah. measured in increments. <laughs> I was in, yeah. Just knowing how long you have to make out. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's, the entire thing. I, in general, like what I do is I put pasta in and then I, at about seven minutes, I get soft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Do not like. Thumbs yep. down. So, Thumbs uh, yeah. Way but down. Just, just no, set a damn timer. Down. You have so many timers on your phone already. You could just be like, hey, phone, tell me when seven minutes is or whatever. And um, Honestly, yeah. just like watching the pasta better. I think that I learned that lesson the hard way with many a pan of caramelized onions. And uh, now I just apply it to pasta as well. Like, just don't walk away is really the thing. Yeah. Or you can for like a minute or two, but early on, you know? I mean, I think only walk away if you're prepared to have the food be ruined. So like, I don't walk away on cookies. Yeah. <laughs> so the rest of the food can just do whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. If I don't eat you, it's fine. But cookies, yeah. man. But uh, yeah, and another thing he talks about uh, is just kind of how to sauce pasta, which is like, hey, you know, you don't need too much sauce. You don't need too little. But like once pasta's cooked, just throw it in the sauce and make sure that it, it all gets a little sauce on it type of thing. And, uh, you know, I, I just thought he was, you know, kind of humorous about describing the, you know, that classic, like, old-timey photo that you see of pasta, which is, like, dry, po- or not dry, like, cooked white pasta wearing a red sauce hat, and, and that's it. 
and that being like a pretty bad way to eat pasta. A tasteless starch ball with a red hat is the actual quote from yeah. the article. Which yeah, it's a well written article. But I also enjoyed that like it makes it makes pasta into a character in the book. <laughs> instead of just a vehicle for sauce, which is the way that I often had thought about pasta. But like when you make pasta that actually like is a nice consistency and that you like put some actual thought into. Yeah. It's lovely. It's really nice. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he has a tone and he acknowledges at the end that this is all sort of pedantic and overwrought. But, uh, you know, going into detail sometimes and paying a little bit more attention to that stuff, uh, you know, is a nice, uh, I don't know, touch base for me on on cooking pasta. I don't know what you guys thought about uh, pasta or if you've made pasta since reading this. I I have a question then for for a quick whip around. Um, So from zero to two, how many eyes did this open for you guys? (laughs) Uh, I would say one. Okay. I, ha- I feel like I had an eye open already, but this definitely opened the other one, and that really helped with my depth perception <laughs> on pasta. <laughs> yeah, I'd say two. Before I was asleep, now I'm awake. Wow. You could. Well, well, hold on a second. You could still be sleepwalking. Yes, and we all could be in a simulation. Right. But. Yeah. But so now doing that. For yeah. me, it's completely possible that this is a sentence that doesn't mean anything. But my eyes are wide shut. That doesn't mean anything to me. All right, what? Nicole Kidman. No. Let's make Get a movie out, out of, of it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I So for my assignment, I just want to play a quick game with you guys. So lightning bonus round. Um, Aw. Wait, you didn't actually neither say of you yeah. guys said, pasta. Neither of you guys said anything I about the article. I thought you summarizing it. And I, it, sometimes you guys don't seem to have fun if I don't like something. So I don't want to it's make It's okay if you don't fun. like it, dude. I know you thought it was long. It was long. I, but you like really teased that you basically hated this, but yeah, then yeah. also said nothing. And then I, yeah, you got you to finish off, man. This is more about a friend hangout and less about my. No, let's dump on Chris's assignment. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine to dump on it, man. <laughs> I, I'm gonna put so much sauce on it, you don't even know. <laughs> I mean, I, I like a lot. I'm genuinely of things, curious. A lot of things about it really bothered me. Um, but one thing that I just kept feeling throughout the whole thing is like, because to me the whole thing was like. Let me tell you a thousand matters of taste as if they are facts. And mm. um, like telling me how much sauce I should put on my pasta as if that was a thing that has a right answer and not like, I like a lot of sauce. My wife doesn't like very much sauce. We each put our own sauce on so we can decide how much no, sauce no. we have. One of you is wrong, yeah, right? if not both. Well, and, and so it got me thinking about this thing because uh, like fake news has been in the news a lot recently, right? And, sure. And one of the, there was the, uh, NPR found one of these people who had a fake news factory and one of the things he said is he made all this ultra conservative news because the ultra liberal fake news didn't get as many clicks and uh, what I thought he should have said was, what I realized was um, the left does not want to click on fake news. They want to click on articles that tell them they're doing something wrong. <laughs> mm. This is the this is the left fake news is you're doing pasta wrong. You're walking yeah. the dog wrong. You're, That's there's that slate series you're doing. You are walking the dog wrong. <laughs> yeah. I probably am and I yeah. don't give a shit. I just feel like the like that's just like such a classic blog thing. Let me tell you this minor thing in your life and write 2000 words about how you're doing it majorly wrong. Sure. So um, I, I did find that part about it to be irritating. Yeah, and I, I I respect that, man. I think that I, uh, for me, and just as a quick two sentence reply, I just hadn't really thought about pasta much, and so. Um, but you like, salt you salt the shit out of your water. That's not news to you, right? Yeah, I put salt in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it like, wasn't like this was an article full of brand new facts. It yeah, was just like oh, and it's somebody like, you know, like yeah, he has a pretty strong opinion about it, but it just made me think about you know, kind of caring more about it. You know, the other however thing that, that was that, for me. I, that bugs me is like little like his. Uh, his aside about cheese, where he was like, 
you owe it to yourself to buy the best cheese you can afford. Like it's just it just felt really I don't know tone deaf towards the way other people might live, and, sure. And that was frustrating. Um, but yeah, well, I can Alex. I can re- I can revise it for you, uh-huh. Alex. You don't deserve the best cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Does that feel better? That's what I would click on that article. You don't deserve cheese, <laughs> Alex. You don't deserve cheese, Alex Falcone. All right, yeah. so. Uh, anyways, As, my, any okay. thoughts or no or what? Oh, I just oh, got sorry. One quick I thought one. you were Alex. I apologize. I thought you were transitioning to your topic I was just then, to. and I. Yes. Okay. Oh. Is it okay you, for you? You read that transition right <laughs> quickly. It's yeah. weird to um, give an assignment and then have no one talk about it. Like that's not how school works, you know. Well, it's like not I signed you this ab- book now for something else entirely. <laughs> we talked. Well, we've been <laughs> talking about it for eight minutes now. I just thought we should move on. It's lightning well, bonus it's, round, and it's only been one quarter of the time. It's only been one quarter of the time it took us to read it, though. So let's, let's keep going. Uh, no, no, no. But the, the, the thing that I, I noticed, I, actually, I, I liked it all right. But mainly it wasn't news because I had read um, Bill Buford's book, Heat, which uh, ah. covers um, a whole... If you, if you want to get, like, like if you want to have a proxy for yourself, get shamed instead of you specifically, um, it's a great book to read. So, Word. like... Um, uh, you know, uh, Bill Buford, like at uh, is pretty pretty cool Gonzo-ish uh, reporter dude, I guess. Yeah. Um, and by Gonzo, the, by Gonzo reporter, you mean uh, whatever story he's working on, he gets drunk with the people. Yeah, and he goes and does stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does I mean, the he, thing. Yeah. Really drunk. Yeah. Whenever. But we I think drunk. we've recommended Heat before because we've we all have. read Heat. And but you it know was what? Excellent. Let's link to it, it in the show notes. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> it's a great book, heat. and it also taught me the value of pasta water yeah, more pasta specifically water. than yeah. just pasta. Boom, Chris. I that you make it sound like this is like a fun loophole we're exploiting in the internet. Like we could put this in the show notes. Let's put yeah. a to it anyway. Who cares? Wait, wait, wait. Well, no, and I'm saying as has to go. Instead of talking more about heat, let's move on. Oh. Yeah, let's go to your game, Alex. I don't think anyone wants to segue anymore. Oh, no, I wasn't. Oh, well, I just no, that's sure. just because they renamed it, though, right? Like, it's, it's a different... Segways are called different things right now, right? It's like I something? Transition? Oh, you no, mean no, no, the, no, like, the, the segways? The hoverboards, um, yeah, oh, right? No one wants to talk about those. There are those, those little ones where you, like, steer with Nine your knees. Oh yeah, the Mini Pro because Segway was like it, the problem with Segways is they don't look goofy enough. <laughs> what if we attached it to your knees and you had nothing to hold on to? My hot I'm take listening. is I'm still into walking. I have you guys ever ridden Segways? As nope. you have. Yeah, I had a ride uh, like a um, maybe 2007. Um, sure. There was a, a DC Segway tour that. Uh, uh, Sarah and my parents went on. I've, I've, I think if I, I've never been to Segway and I would like to try, but I would love to do it on a tour in a town that I don't know anybody, because that's a place where you're like, you already look like a dork, and so it's just sure. like combine all of the dorks into one. They make you wear a helmet. You know what's surprising? I'll probably it really it. hurts your feet. Really? Yeah. Because you're standing for four hours even though you're moving. Oh, I guess that's true. Oh, right. I was thinking electrocution. <laughs> <laughs> I also hate to break it to you, but like seeing people on a Segway tour in a city that nobody knows anybody in doesn't make me think any less like meanly. No, about no, no. I, that's what I'm saying. Is, but I'm saying you don't. <laughs> I don't know the you. New so adverb I don't have to no hear one's using. It. Exactly. Yeah. Now nah, I'm with you. Oh, oh, Tanya will yell at you. I'd Tanya try it if I was nowhere I know and all strangers. I'd try it. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, no, you'll just Chris, witness a lot everything? of people turning to their spouses and saying, don't ever make me do that, <laughs> <laughs> which is what I did. That's fine. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, so I get, my rolling. game, really quick, Lightning Bonus Round, uh, I just want to... Yeah. I wanted to have a discussion that is unrelated to that or particularly much of anything. Um, cool. The way it started was that uh, 
uh, a lot of people have been talking about uh, the United States apocalyptically these last couple weeks, mm. and mm-hmm. uh, I've heard a couple people discussing um, this as if it's a plague on the United States, which got me thinking about biblical plagues. So I want to, I just want to know, what is your favorite plague from Exodus? Oh, What's your favorite frogs, right? Plague? Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, I, for me, it's clearly frogs. I, I think frogs, frogs is my favorite too. Um, oh, why, okay, why cool. Frogs? Uh, well, because frogs are still pretty useful, actually. What? Because they're useful? Like, yeah. Like, I mean... For what? I I said Fly this catching? actually before I thought it out, but yeah, let me really see how I can justify it. I imagine if you have frogs, that, you probably that, won't have locusts for long. This is the Ezra Fox memoir, right? <laughs> I, I said that before I thought about it, but let's see if I can justify it now. Well, the, the thought that I have is you can have frog power if you just harness a bunch of them up. Sure. Like, um, I feel like you could pull a cart if you just have enough frogs. Weird that you didn't start with, like, you could eat If you them. have a lever long enough. Oh, I did think that also, like yeah. You can, you can eat them. They can eat things. If you have enough frogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. Give, yeah, me, give is, me a place. Yeah, to... the Tanya memoir is just repeating what Ez said back to him more slowly. <laughs> no, because that was the thing, right? Give me give me a place to stand and enough frogs and I shall move the world, right? <laughs> That's <a> famous quote. <laughs> I like the frogs okay. because they're so weird. Because, like, yeah. one of the things about the plagues in order is that the first one is Blood River. Sure. Which is terrifying right yeah like yeah. Uh, honestly i say that's less annoying than a lot of frogs oh, like well annoying yeah. i guess is different but like so like the shining had a blood hallway and that was scary this blood is, elevator really yeah blood elevator yeah. but your yeah, whole, well, it, it, yeah. whole river is blo- like that's so scary and that was act one yeah. scene one he opened with that song that's where wait, you drink from and poop in wait can we guys can we go back to the, the blood elevator do you think someone was in the elevator with him, just got out at a different floor, like with the blood, and just like just like waiting and just trying to make small talk for a second? Joke. Yeah, <laughs> I am I am humorless and terrible. But uh, actually, I think blood, I'm going to pick Blood River honestly because it's favorite. not getting on everything in the same way. What? That, like, it's, in your, it's in your everywhere. Drinking. Will smell like everything will smell like frogs, and like I don't know that much what frogs smell like, and I don't want to get more familiar. Yeah, I feel just so gonna. I feel it like there. like it. Uh, so annoyance is a is a different scale, I guess. I was thinking in terms of like terrifying because you're trying to scare Pharaoh, right? That I think yeah, Blood no, River is the scariest thing he does for a yeah, while. Yeah, it's totally scary. Is but it? I like scary stuff. Yeah, I think it's the scariest yeah. one for a while. And so, but it, like, I guess he, because he opened with that, where do you go from there? And I like frogs because it's also weird, and so it's sort of like it's sort it's of a like good second season. Yeah, guys. I was like, I Mo- think Moses like you- was like, uh, <laughs> you better be afraid of my God. He's crazy. And yeah, and then he's not only scary; he's also going to do something weird. Yeah, it's, it's a little loopy. Yeah, so you just don't know For where sure. he's coming from. Uh huh. Um, well, the nice thing about frogs, also, I'm I'm looking at this right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, frogs actually did convince Pharaoh initially, and he changed his mind. Not all of them did that. I think most of them so, did that. The I blood did not did do that. that. Actually, which one? No, did no, that? blood didn't do that, man. Blood, it said, and mm-hmm. like also uh, gnats, it didn't do it. Mm. So, like. A couple, like blood and gnats, did not do it. The other rest did, but the frogs were the first one. He was like, "Okay, let me consider this. These are this is weird, man. I did not expect frogs. I mean, that is one, a lot of frogs. That's one of the weird things, really weird things about that story is that many of like eight of the ten times Pharaoh was like, seriously, I'm ready to give up, and then God hardened his heart because God was like, look, I have six other plagues ready. <laughs> I planned them all out. Let's do yeah. this again. Wait till the last. Keep it going. Wait till you see what ten is going to be." Yeah, I have a schedule. There's, there's also a couple of really like boring. Like I feel like solar eclipse for three days is pretty boring. 
And, uh, and also lice is yeah. pretty boring. Like, remember when the river was blood? Now I've just got an itchy I've, head. Have you had lice? It is not great. I, yeah. None of them so great. much combing. <laughs> also, fire rain was my favorite until I found out that it might have just been hail with some li- occasional lightning strikes. I like hail. I mean, I don't live yeah. in a place where hail like ruins lives, so right. I'm like, you yeah. know, it's always just novelty. Yeah, 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 me too. It's one of those things which that, in Egypt might be novelty, frankly. What might? In Egypt, hail might be a novelty. Well, it certainly could be. Oh yeah. Then again, They're so could boils on everybody's faces. That Ugh. one is definitely least favorite. Yeah. Well, I mean, least favorite is killing the firstborn. I think. Uh, I, I don't know. I also don't like boils. Yeah. <laughs> so you're the firstborn in your family. Yeah, but that's a plague that really means it. You know. I mean, I feel like I mean, I'm I'm a middle child, so I'm a little bit conflicted about it. But yeah, because uh, like uh, my older sister is super rad smartest yeah. one of the three kids but also if there were only two of us we could play family games oh because a lot are just built for there, two to four every time there's a game that says family game it's built for four players like wow. it never occurred to milton bradley that someone might have three children were- i think it also never occurred to milton bradley that somebody would fantasize about one of their siblings being dead so they could play a family game oh more effectively. no no milton oh. knew that was <laughs> yeah. his plan all along and bradley was always like there's this one thing that milton believes that we really can't talk about at this party and milton programmed it into the source code for all the games <laughs> But then there's one blonde game that everybody likes the best. Sorry. All right, wait, we yeah. got to wrap this up. Uh, so that's lightning bonus round. Uh, lightning bonus round. Uh, so if you want to tell me your favorite plague and why, I'd love to hear it uh, at Alex huh. underscore Falcon. Um, I've just, it's been a really fun game for me to think about and talk with people. It's a better conversation starter than you might expect. Okay. <laughs> if you look at, if you do a, a Bing image search for this, you can show some really itchy people also. <laughs> wait, if you just do plagues of Egypt or specifically for... Yeah, yeah. Uh, just plagues, just plagues, and like one of the cartoons is just one itchy dude, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no one does like being itchy. Right? Um, it sucks. The cattle disease is like gross, but also like meh. I don't have cattle. Yeah, so exactly. If I did, I'd might care more. Well, also that's something. That yeah, you're like important. must be nice. The death of the firstborn, <laughs> depending uh, on the translation, sometimes his firstborn, sometimes his firstborn son, and I, I really need to know the details before I okay that with Milton Bradley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. All right, well, let me get back to you on this. All these uh, cartoons are oh, saying it's the boy, but other other translations do not say that. Well, this is just a, I mean, this is just kind of a crass. It looks like kind of like a snowman slash baby with just X's over its eyes. Yeah, yeah. So hard to know. These are gnarly. Uh, All right, anyway, so now it's time for the second half of our compliment, our minor compliment, uh, the end of our compliment sandwich. Um, so what's one other nice thing? Uh, what's one other rad thing about life, Tanya? Um, you've had Oh. surprise. Yeah. We're going to go in reverse Ooh. order. Tanya, you're up first. <laughs> it's me. One other life lament. Uh, I will say, so yesterday we continued our very new tradition of going with our friends who live a block away to get Christmas trees at Lowe's. I guess we shouldn't have said where we got them because they don't pay us for that, but it's too late now. Lowe's. We went to Lowe's. (laughs) (laughs) Now you'll know. Now you know. Now you know where we go. Uh, We go to Lowe's. And we, yeah, and we we changed up the tree type that we got. Uh, so we got a balsam pine instead of a fir. It's balsam, balsam fir. fir. Sorry, balsam fir instead of a Doug fir or a noble fir or whatever we used to get. Yep. It's greener, which I really enjoy. And also I was just reading the leaflet because during when we record, I dig things out of our recycling because I sit next to it and uh, draw on them. And so okay. 
Uh, so I got the leaflet that came with our tree out. And for this tree, they suggest that you put 140 to 160 ornaments on it. That's so many ornaments. Which is so many it's, ornaments. Okay, also, I that understand is, if they said there's probably like a maximum number for weight, but telling me that there's a minimum number of ornaments? Yeah. That's pushy. They, they certainly suggest. And then also seven to 800 lights, which actually is a little helpful if you're buying boxes of lights and you're like, I don't know, is this enough lights? Yeah. Oh, to be fair, true. we have less of those in each regard and the tree still looks great. The tree looks pretty bomb. So yeah. I think it worked out just fine. Yeah. That's so many. But that's so many. Yeah. And it's been nice. It's nice to it's nice to gaze upon the tree. Yep. And it's always nice to, you know, get a tree, walk about a mile with a tree and then treat yourself to brunch. So... Aww feeling good about that that is fun yeah. uh yeah keeping going backwards i think it's my turn next um, i think so my minor compliment is for um this is more the occurrence not a thing you can all share but uh there's a show in portland and in a couple other places in the country called uh, heckle vision where they yeah. show a movie and you text comments that appear under the screen and it's one of my favorite things and uh yesterday we did heckle vision of wild wild west Mm. which is not a good movie and is got some real race and gender issues but also it's got a lot of good trains so i'm kind of torn um <laughs> but it's and, and, and for a bad movie it brought me so much joy heckling yesterday and also i liked it as a kid so it's brought me joy at least twice which is more than i can say for a lot of things so some compliment there but the important thing about it is that one of the producers of wild wild west came to the heckle vision screening Nice. What? Because he, <laughs> he he was in town visiting his daughter who lives here, and she she dra- for the holidays, and she dragged him to the screening. We were talking to him afterwards, and he had such a good time. He said he hadn't seen it since the first uh, m- final mix mix version of it that he watched pre release, and he has not seen it since then. So wow. all these years later, he get the, got to watch it, and it was a sold out screening of like two hundred people. So it's like the first time that many people have seen it since it came out probably oh yeah Just, totally what a weird experience to be like 20 years later watching 200 people have fun mocking your movie um i think validly i don't know it was just a really he seemed to have a good time he had a good good sense of humor about it and was like yeah those problems are real um yeah still made a lot of money off still of, made a lot of money. yeah we enjoyed it and uh yeah i don't know it didn't make a ton of money it only made 220 million off of a 170 budget but it did not oh. lose money but uh, yeah. Anyway, it was so fun, and also there is a lot to like if you're make as a a fun bad movie. Wild Wild West has a lot going for it. You could do worse. You could, it, yeah, it, yeah. It was a it's a really fascinating movie on so many levels. Um, there's like a lot of there's this running back and forth where um, the main bad guy says something racist to Will Smith, and then he says something ableist back to the bad guy because he's in a wheelchair. Because, yep. Mm-hmm. And they just do that back and forth for a while, and it's just uncomfortable and terrible, but it's usually like puns. Anyway, it's super That's weird. Not, yeah. Yeah. It is super That's weird. weird. <laughs> racist and ableist puns. Yeah, I yeah. know. It is a bizarre, it's a bizarre thing. Anyway. Puns you, won't save you. Hope you like steampunk spiders. Yeah, and I do, I guess. I didn't know that I liked that. <laughs> Ah, there you go. Um, anyway, so that's my minor compliment, I guess. Uh, continuing backwards, Chris. Oh, what I guess got? it is. Oh, yeah, I guess it's me. Um, I I don't mean to brag too much, but Uh-oh. similar to you, I you have uh, some English? fitness goals. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I do, but <laughs> no. But I, I I've had some fitness goals this year, mm. and uh, I'm well on my way to achieving them. I've been planking for one second extra per day this year. Oh shit! So like January first, one second. January second, two seconds. And today it's been over five and a half minutes, which Whoa. is like way more than I thought I could 
do. Um, so it's just proving to me that uh, stick-to-itiveness is a good thing, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and he's uh, now doing this show offy thing where during the plank, he goes onto one arm to stretch the other arm. No, it gets my shoulders looser. Okay. Yeah, no, it's impressive. Okay. It's anyway, fine. In, uh, fine. <laughs> if you were using MyFitnessPal to track, which we shouldn't say the name of because they're not paying us, but it was MyFitnessPal, yeah. um, which I'm using to track my calories, you could add your planking to it, which is fun and oddly yeah. satisfying. Yeah. Um, sort of the but anyway, of it's, me it's, being embarrassed to log food. When I log exercise, I feel real good. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I could. I don't track anything right now. But at the same time, it's um, Chris, like data. What? I know. I know. I, sh- I should. It seems but, like that would be a thing you'd be into. <laughs> maybe. Uh, but yeah, it's just cool to like kind of have a goal and, and work on it and, and be yeah. surprised that it's working out. So yeah, that's fun. Uh, yeah. Ezra, that leaves you. What's your minor comment? What's 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 rad in your life? Yeah, okay. I got something. Um, I, I think building off of Chris's, um, <laughs> so I didn't realize it's been going this long, but uh, I guess maybe s- seven months ago, uh, Sarah and I decided we wanted to learn a little more French, mm-hmm. uh, kind of brush up on it. We had taken it before. Uh, and so I did, uh, again, they're not paying us, so we shouldn't say the name, but Duol- uh, Duolingo. Um, so I, have, <laughs> I love this joke. <laughs> uh, I have, uh, yeah, like my streak is like 140 days now, looks Dude, like in a row. Oh, so I've learned some French. Um, and I don't think I've actually gotten much better, but I definitely haven't gotten worse. So yeah. that's something. I, cool. And that owl okay. loves you. That owl yeah, is I, really into you. That wait, owl, wait, the owl, sweatband. Chris, oh, sorry, mm. not Chris. As owl, tracksuit or tuxedo? I think he's wearing the, the let me see which one I bought. Yeah, he's wearing the so the formal attire. So it's like it's like a smoking jacket. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. I said tuxedo, but I meant formal attire. Yeah, I, I, yeah, take, yeah. I, I just I go back and forth on which one I want him to wear. So I change it every few days. <laughs> nice, nice. Fun thing for me. Um, I love Duolingo, and I've been working on it for a while. And I'm now going to add you as a friend in Duolingo because I didn't have that. Oh before, yeah, and it's fun to watch. Although, I um, I am friends with people who are way better at it than me. Um, so my little sister does just, I don't know how she has time, but she does just a million points and do all the time. And, uh, Megan is on like a 500 day streak of French, which is crazy. And then my brother-in-law is like, uh, he's a doctor, so he seems busy, but then every once in a while he'll just do like, he did 4,000 points in a day and you just have to deal with that. I don't know. I think what this is telling you is that doctors are liars about how much busy they have. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they don't have enough busy. That very yeah. well could be it. Uh, anyway, I'm so excited to be your friend on Duolingo. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm my name. If And anyone else who wants to friend me on it, I'm not that impressive. I think you're way more impressive than you think, as. Well, okay, yes, but not oh. in Duolingo. Ma- Megan just came into the room to tell me, to point out that she's on a 607-day streak. Oh, Megan. Wow. So good. She is very proud of it. She should be. She was having a for a while. She was having a competition with my sister, but without telling my sister. So she was like a a deer hunter, and my sister was the deer. She's like, one of us doesn't know we're playing. Perfect. Until she finally passed her, and she was like, "You should tell your sister I passed her." And then I did. She was like, "I didn't know it was a competition." Yes. Anyway, so now Ezra, you're part of this game. Megan is competing with you. All right, I'm in. I don't know how to catch up to that two years worth that she has on me but i'll, I'll do what i can hey, maybe next time we hang out you guys can talk a little bit of french yeah on petit peu mm-hmm. that's See. how you say that all right everybody that is it for our show thank you so much for listening 
uh, to our thanks talking episode. Thanks for hanging out with us, those of you who are still here. I hope you enjoyed it. I thought it was a good time. How did mm-hmm. you guys feel? Quite good. Yeah, man. I feel fine about it. I was or not fine. I feel great. I had a really fun time talking to you guys. Thank you. <laughs> I feel fine, great. Great, <laughs> yeah. fine. Let's keep going. So much good stuff coming up this week. Uh, so uh, today, when this drops, is the 30th, which means tomorrow. 30 days, November. That means tomorrow is December 1st. Ezra. Whoa. Tomorrow, our first novel releases to the public. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's <laughs> happening tomorrow. It's happening. Um, That's so great. Go to unwrapmyheart.com and you can purchase it uh, uh, ebook. You can get a dead tree version. You can do the audio, listen to the audiobook narrated by Sarah Hathaway. And it is going to be. It's so I'm so I'm so excited for everybody to read it and talk to us about it. Um, and of course, if you are a meat buddy or if you become a meat buddy by December first, we will send you a free copy, uh, a digital copy, in your email on the first. So you'll get that. Just keep your eyes out. And um, also, next week we're going to be talking about Unwrap My Heart, the new novel by Ezra and I. So um, by Ezra and me. Anyway, so uh, next week we're going to review it. It's going to be so weird. I think we're going to spend a lot of time talking about the process. There definitely will be some process talk, for sure. Um, yeah. Anyway, and we're going to have Sarah Hathaway on, who, who like I said, narrated the audiobook and did a, just a bang-up job. Um, we had to edit out some of her dog sounds. I think I may have mentioned that. But she is uh, just a just does a great read. And a couple times, just it cracked me up because she read something better than we wrote it. And it was just very funny. So I, I recommend that if you're into audiobooks. So join us next week to talk about it. I hope you enjoy. Um Ezra, I hope you're looking forward to reading the final draft. Yeah, I am now. Uh, How'd you get Sarah Hathaway? That's a great get, man. That's a great I, get. <laughs> do you know? Do you know someone who knows her, or how'd you do it? Yes, I'll, I'll tell you about it behind the scenes. Um, uh, also coming up this week, also on December first, Top Chef is back. Yeah. So starting next week, we're going to be bringing back our uh, our hangout friend podcast where we talk about top chef so pack your mics the top chef podcast is coming back next week so subscribe to that i may throw the first episode uh in the feed so you might just hear it next week anyway but if not uh, you know you can always go to uh packyourmics.com and subscribe there and find out more and listen in as we watch season what is this 13 of top chef season a lot yeah they're in south carolina it's gonna be so fun i'm so excited about top chef yeah. Uh, so join us again for that next week. Uh, season fourteen. Ooh. Jeez. Um, I was gonna say I think last season was season thirteen. Yeah. Season yeah. 14. Yeah. It counts up apparently. Back in the south. Um, also, the poster of this is them like on a CG picnic. It's just clearly fake and super weird. Anyway, uh, b- budget. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so all that and more next week. Please join us for that. Um, also, one more shout out. Thank you to our newest meat buddies who follow the pipe this week. Susan, Susanna Hicken, Tegan Robinson, welcome back. Margaret Heller and Sophia Volok. Uh, it's been it's yeah, great to hey, have thanks. you guys as part of the show. Hey, it's welcome. Really wonderful. Yeah. Thanks for feeling so good. All right, cool. That's it. Uh, thank you for being here at C. Walter Smith. Uh-huh. At Ezra Fox. Yep. And thank you at the Tanya Best. Loose and hurt me fast. The magic spell you cast. This is the Beyond Rose. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Psh.